Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. About a week or two ago, um, a list came out. And on that list, it featured um, something that Lakers owner Jeannie Buss had to say, right? And on this list, apparently she was being interviewed and they asked her to give the all-time most important Lakers. And her original list consisted of, and we can put it up for you now, Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, LeBron James, and uh, Magic Johnson and Phil Jackson. Now, when this list came out, a lot of people had a lot of different things to say, uh, and a lot of people questioned her list. And one of those people uh, that actually questioned her list and the validity of it in a joking way was Laker great Shaquille O'Neal. He posted a list on his Instagram, and he captioned it, why, right? Like, why, <laughs> right? So Shaq himself didn't understand why she created this list. And a lot of people were kind of going back and forth. So what happened this morning, doing some research as I always do. And I came across an article, I believe it's from fadeawayworld.net. And in this fadeaway world uh, article, essentially what she was doing was she was explaining her reasoning behind omitting Shaquille O'Neal from this list, number one, and basically explaining the reason why she created this list in terms of the people that she selected. So let me just get into what this article had to say here. It says Shaquille O'Neal played eight seasons uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers and helped the organization win three championships. Despite that team owner, Jeannie Buss snubbed him from the list of the five most important Lakers of all time. Buss explained her, her decision in an exclusive interview with Mark Medina of sports Kita. Yeah, I fell into the, that trap. Buss said, I was reminded when my dad had faced a similar qu a question like that with who's your favorite player. And his answer was, well, I'll give you my starting five at point guard, magic Johnson, a shooting guard, magic Johnson, a small four, magic Johnson, a power four, magic Johnson, a center, magic Johnson. She then explained that the list was according to, to her and was by no means an attempt to diminish what Shaquille O'Neal did for the Lakers. He knew how to answer a question like that. Bus continued. When I remind people that ask about it, uh, I took it the question as who are the five most important Lakers to me in my career and preparing in and in preparing me for sitting in this seat. That's why the influence of Phil Jackson was so important. She added, I referenced that. And of course, my relationship with Kobe, not only as a great Laker, but as a great friend, he's a person I can go to for guidance and for counsel and then of course Shaq had his own response uh to that so that's her reasoning behind the list her list excuse me here are my thoughts um now that i've heard her explain her list uh i think it gives her list um much more context because now i think she's looking at it from a managerial position and let's look at it uh the kobe aspect obviously 
Um, you had a player in Kobe when she was still still in charge of the team, so someone that she had to manage, um, and as the face of the franchise, so you can understand the hand to hand, the what is the first hand relationship you had with Kobe. And in terms of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, maybe someone as a mentor, also like a, like a um, like a representative of the organization. You think of Magic Johnson, something similar like that. I think they're around the same age, if I'm not mistaken. And I think uh, Magic is definitely a consultant to the Lakers. You think of Phil Jackson. Well, that obviously, uh, that that's apparent. Phil Jackson, who was with the Lakers and helped win them ten, uh, five championships. And then you think about LeBron, right? And I think the reason she's including LeBron, because LeBron right now is the current Laker, uh, is the current uh, face of the Lakers. He's the he's the marquee name, and therefore, when you have a player of that caliber, um, you're representing your organization. Obviously, this person is going to be important to your legacy because obviously, it's how you deal with the guy, how he relates to you, the relationship that you guys have, the the success that you guys are able to attain together or lack thereof. So, I can understand the LeBron aspect because he's the one that you know she's kind of managing, not managing, but you understand what I'm saying. She's the one that he's. Uh, working closely with right now as he represents the Laker brand. So to me, I have no issue with that. Um, in terms of the five greatest Lakers of all time, I think different people will have different lists. I mean, to name some that I think, of course, you have Kobe. Of course, you have Shaq. There's no way you cannot include Shaq because Shaq won three finals MVPs uh, with the Lakers. You can throw up there Magic Johnson. So you already have three. Then you can now throw in Jerry West. And then from that point forward, you can either go Will Chamberlain. You can go Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And there's so many other James Worthy. There's so many other great Lakers, which is quite interesting, right? Which is quite interesting. And of course, you have LeBron James. LeBron James is also part of the equation. I think that you know, because it was this discussion of LeBron, I think, getting his jersey retired. Um, the fact is, LeBron is one of the Pantheon players uh, in NBA history. Uh, he's one of the five greatest players of all time, at least in my, in my estimation. We're going to get to another video where someone totally disagrees with that. So, obviously, um, there are going to be certain concessions you make for a player like that because of his place in the sport, you know, uh, overall, right? These are, these are not just the run-of-the-mill superstars. You're talking about one of the cornerstones. Uh, in NBA history and LeBron James. And I'm not saying that to pander to any LeBron fans. I really don't give a damn what you guys think. I'm just telling you what I think about that. Um, you, there's no way you can kind of treat him the way you would you treat any other prototypical uh, superstar because of his ranking all time and his legacy. So I think that's a, that's a totally different situation. I think if you brought in another superstar into the fold, uh, there's no way they're going to be getting that type. And I listen, I think if you even brought in a Kevin Durant, I don't think Kevin Durant will get the same consideration uh, LeBron James would in terms of, you know, the things that they're looking to give LeBron in terms of like retiring his number and all of these things that some people have pushed back and say, but he doesn't have enough ring, whatever. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Uh, Dr. J. Um, has been making a lot of noise over the last few days because he recently gave uh, his top 10 player ranking, um, you know, of all time, right? And various people have been saying various things about this. I've seen it all over uh, Instagram and different people are uh, essentially saying different things about it, right? But today, um, in particular, one particular NBA player, in this, in, in this case, Trey Young, he actually has some things to say about Dr. J's list. So I'm actually getting this from fadeawayworld.net. The list is all over the place. I just got it from here. So let me just read a little bit. 
what the article has to say. It says, Julius Irving is undoubtedly one of the greatest NBA players of all time. The Philadelphia 76ers legend recently named the 10 best NBA players in league history. Dr. J shockingly snubbed LeBron James and Kobe Bryant from the list. Most NBA fans were shocked after seeing uh, seeing the list. Apart from fans, Atlanta Hawks superstar Trey Young also couldn't believe uh, Julius Irving's, uh, Irving's list. So let me just get into his list first of all. Here are the players that he, um, what is it, that he believes are the, the what is it, the 10? And I'm going to explain what he had to say. So his list consists of, and I don't think it's any particular order, Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, um, Karl Malone, and Tiny Archibald. That's his list, right? And actually, I was doing some research and I found an article. So let me just get into this article. Julius Irving uh, has had has has had the five best players of all time ever since he was 15. He's not changing it now for the modern game. Dr. Dr. J sat down in an interview with uh, Joe D'Angela and and she asked him, Joy, excuse me, Joy D'Angela, and she asked him about his top 10 players list. His answers is not what you expect. I have five guys who are untouchable. Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, and Elgin Baylor. That's my all-time best team. Everybody else has to be the second or third team. And I made this decision when I was 15 years old. I'm sticking with it now all of these years later. There is no order. I think Wes and Robertson would be in the backcourt. Elgin Baylor would be in the frontcourt with Will and Bill Russell. The next group of guys would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, Irvin Magic Johnson, probably Karl Malone. I would argue with my son where Tim Duncan belongs, and he's like he belongs ahead of Karl Malone for sure. I'm taking Karl Malone at the last position, and I like Tiny Archer Ball. So that was his uh, reasoning. And then Trey Young, he saw this list, and he posted on Twitter, this got to be fake with all due respect so that's what trey young says so you heard what he had to say right you heard what he had to say first of all a lot of these lists are subjective i always question people especially a lot of these sports publications when a lot of them have the exact same list with the exact same order very very similar order i question that a lot of that seems forged a lot of that seems intentional but generally when you go from person to person people have different lists right from person to person for example here's my top 10 it may change from now and then depending on what's happening depending on what happens but the majority of the players are always going to be there and this is in no particular order you got jordan i got kobe i got lebron i got kareem i got shaq i got hakeem i got duncan i got magic i got bird and i have bill russell right that's my list if you notice it is absolutely, if you notice, is is quite different from uh, from Dr. J's list, except we have a few players in common, which is uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Irvin Magic Johnson, Bill Russell, and Kareem. The next six players are all different. But then someone could say, well, he's hating. But let's look at somebody else. Another great NBA, uh, another NBA great. Let's look at uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's top 10 consists of uh, in this, this in, in this case, it's in order. If I'm not mistaken, oh no, I'm just going to read this list. I don't know if it's order in order or not. No, it's an order. It's an order. He has Michael Jordan number one, Oscar Robinson number two, Wilt Chamberlain number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar number four, uh, Bill Russell number five, Kobe Bryant number six, LeBron James number seven, Tim Duncan number eight, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon number nine, and Jerry West number ten. Right. So that's his order. Now, let me just say this. And I think it's important that we say this. 
as a Kobe Bryant fan, am I bothered that Kobe didn't make his list? Not really. Not really. Um, it doesn't bother me to that extent. I think the people, based on the comments that I've read and things people are saying, I think it's LeBron fans that are really, really upset about this. And listen, um, guys, listen, people are going to have different lists and people don't need to feel the way you feel about a particular player. That's his list. Stephen Curry just came out with a top five and he had Kobe at the small forward and it became this big uproar. Even Rob Parker was discussing this. Oh, why is it disrespect? It's not disrespect. It's his list. It's his list. And, you know, we need to stop, you know, uh, scrutinizing people for, oh, well, why didn't you put this guy? Why didn't you put that guy? People are going to have different lists, especially when you're dealing with people in different, um, 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 you know, from, from different eras. But it doesn't, I mean, there's some people that are from this era that are old. I mean, not from this era, that are living present day, that are older people that will still have certain players in the modern era ahead. So I think it depends from person to person. And I'm not here to persecute these people. My only thing is, I don't like when certain players are just flat out disrespected. But in this particular case, you just saw Dr. J's list is quite different uh, from from uh, from Charles Barkley's list. And I guarantee if you ask, uh, I don't know, um, Jamal Crawford, if you ask Steven Jackson, if you ask Jimmy Jackson, if you ask, uh, you know, Jay Williams, if you ask other players, they're going to have different lists. Right. So to me. I have no issue with it. It is what it is. So that's my list. So the question I have we have for the audience is essentially this. List and order the 10 greatest players to you. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Funny enough, uh, Marco, the co-founder of Dreamers Pro, uh, he actually brought something to my attention that uh, somebody made a video about, not a video, a live about us, um, some bum-ass creator. He did a live about us, Suzette, and uh, he has some things to say. Oh, how do we even know he's real? This is the level of stupidity we're dealing with in the internet. Somebody that you can go and check on LinkedIn. I put my LinkedIn up there. We're still waiting for yours, Mr. Cockeyed. Uh, 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 leaning head whenever you speak. Let me get into the content here. I just had to throw that quick uh, jab to my daughter, uh, Suzette. Anyway, let me get into this uh, video here. So as you guys know, we are living in the super team era, right? It's kind of dying down, but we got some cats that definitely want to keep it alive. Now, what are we talking about the super team era? Um, LeBron James came under a tremendous amount of criticism in the summer of 2011, when him, the Miami Heat, Dwayne Wade and these guys formed this super team. The super team consisted of arguably a top three player in the NBA in LeBron James. You had Dwayne Wade, who had won a finals MVP in the year prior, had led the league in scoring. And you had a Chris Bosh, who was an 18 and 10 guy or whatever it is playing uh, for the Toronto Raptors. These guys came together. And at one point, I think that Miami Heat team won 20-something games in a row. It was crazy. It was crazy when they hit their stride. And when that happened, um, you know, when LeBron and these guys came out there and said, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, for the people that are old enough uh, or don't remember, the reason LeBron was saying that was because he knew that they had just formed a super team with guys all in their prime. 
That's the fundamental difference. These guys were not on the tail end of their prime. You cannot be on the tail end of your prime and you just led the league in scoring in Dwayne Wade. These guys were in the heart of their prime. LeBron was in his prime. So that's the fundamental difference. When you look at the Boston Celtics, they were older players in the back end, tail end of their prime, right? Their 30s. LeBron and these guys, LeBron was under 30 years old. Dwayne Wade, I think, was in his late 20s. Chris Bosh was in his 20s. Those guys, the Ray Allens, the Kevin Garnett, those guys were in their 30s at the time that that was happening. They were not Kevin Garnett. I mean, because Kobe Bryant is six years older than LeBron. So those guys were older, right? That's why most people didn't put too much about it because they were older guys. So a lot of people wanted to see that team lose. A lot of people. I remember. I remember. And when they lost in the NBA Finals to the Dallas Mavericks, a lot of people were happy because... You know, they didn't like a lot of fans didn't like the fact that they did that. That happens. Some years go by and Kevin Durant takes what LeBron James did and took it to another level. He goes and joins a team, joins, excuse me, a team that had just gone to the finals. And then he goes out there and turns that team and won a championship, excuse me, at the team that just beat them, goes out there to form this almighty super team. Right, And we all knew it was a super team. No doubt about it. KD was in the heart of his prime. Stephen Curry was not as good as he is now, but he was damn good because he had already had that season when he won unanimous. I mean, it was, it was, it was insane. And KD got his own form of criticism. So this morning, I was doing some research and I came across an article from Yahoo Sport. And essentially, this article entailed um, some comments that Julius Irvin's Dr. J had to make about Kevin Durant and about his team hopping. So let me get into this article here. It starts off, Julius Irving slams how Katie, how Kevin Durant has hopped around joining super teams. Julius Dr. J. Irving has aligned himself with the malcontents against super teams in the NBA era and negated Kevin Durant's career moves to multiple franchises. During an interview with NBA media personality Joy D'Angela, released on Thursday, the Hall of Famer, disparaged the lack of parity among teams in the league. Irvin explained how that's how that's resulted from all-stars leaving teams for their desired trade destinations or in free agency to join other all-stars to form super teams and chase titles. Since the prisoners are running the show, not the warden, Irvin said before he was interrupted by D'Angela to clarify his metaphor, is just is just where the star player on the team is like, screw this city and all their support that they've given me, and I'm going south. I'm going to Florida, or I'm going to LA, I'm going to Texas, or I'm going somewhere else. So, you know, these decisions, they're business decisions, understand or whatever, understand or whatever, but they have not helped the game. They have not helped parity within the game when they build super teams, right? Wherever he goes, he probably will finish his career because of his age and the fact that he played 11 years and he wants to have a chance to win uh, at winning a ch- uh, winning the championship and doesn't think he can get there. So that's a good reason for him, Irving said. But a guy who's 26 or 27 wanting to hop around, look at how many times Durant has hopped around. No, for real. OKC, Golden State, where he'd go after that. Now it's Phoenix. And he goes on and on. And of course, he forgets to mention... Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, right? 
Now, some people will say, but wait a minute, why are you including LeBron in this? He didn't mention LeBron. I think he's talking about players like KD. And this is the thing that uh, KD and LeBron, and this is the thing that I think some of these guys in the media have massively done. They've tried to make it seem like it's a KD thing and it's only a KD thing when it's not. It's a LeBron thing and it's a KD thing. They're part of it. There's no way you're going to convince me that KD is out here building super teams and he's the only one doing it. No, LeBron did it too. There's no two ways to slice it. He did it too. They're both culprits. And now you have other stars like Kawhi Leonard, who I'm looking at. They're trying to build super teams. Now, obviously, some of these players are have diminished value, like the Russell Westbrooks and those guys. They're trying to do it in some ways. Obviously, you have what's happening with the Phoenix Suns right now. So it's the new wave. But these guys are the ones that ushered it into the next level. Katie and LeBron. And if you're not, if you don't, if you don't say that, then you're just being, uh, you're not, you're not being honest and I can't deal with you. And therefore I think your, I think your, your opinion is null and void. Nobody needs to be caring about what you're thinking, because if you're not going to be honest, then nobody cares. Nobody's going to sit up here and accuse me of not telling the truth. I'm, I, didn't we just produce the last three or four shows on the Clippers? What was I not talking about my favorite playing these guys? No, help me understand. Was I not? I'm not talking it up for nobody. I'm not talking it up. You're not going to be tossing your ones at me. I'm not interested. Sorry, bro. Not talking for you. I think he is talking about the KD. I think just KD is a recent guy. LeBron just formed a super team in LA, but it didn't work. Oh, have we forgotten? Have we forgotten? They formed what? Russell Westbrook, uh, 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 himself, Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony Davis Was that not a super team? If that team had worked out, you're going to tell me it's not a super team? Three top 75 guys? Two of them are multiple-time league MVPs? You have Anthony Davis, who's a top 75 player. Are you kidding me? That was a super team. You better believe it. As KD tried to set up his own super team with Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and himself in Brooklyn. Like, let's not let's not twerk that much. Like, let's stop with the, gyra- the gyrating and, and let, 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 let's stop. They're talking about these dudes. They're the ones that are taking this thing to the next level. Now, it didn't work out with Russell Westbrook, but you would got to be a flaming idiot to say that Russell Westbrook wasn't a top 75 player for the Lakers before they got. So why the hell did they want him then? Like, let's not be stupid. But this, this is how stupid some people can be. So you don't understand. There's some people that can look at the truth and tell you a bold-faced lie and act like as if they're saying something innovative when they know they're lying straight through their teeth. You know, bad actors uh, is what we're dealing with. But I think he's talking about these guys. And if he's not, these are the guys I'm talking about because these are the main culprits of it. These are the main culprits of it. We're not talking about forming super teams when guys are on the tail end of the, their careers. We're not talking about Kobe Bryant Gary Payton and these guys who are about two or three years before retiring and Carl Malone, they could barely get up and down the court. We're not talking about those guys. We're talking about young guys that can still play. That are still somewhere in their prime. Those dudes were not in their prime. So let's not even torque it up to that level. I think he's right. And if you don't like my opinion, you don't need to watch, but you're going to be here. You're going to be here. And I'm going to tell you guys what I think. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.